Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Tons going on, tons to get to. I appreciate you taking the time. You stop by JoePags.com, by the way. Carrie, our podcasts have just gone nuts. They're like 100 times more now. Awesome. As far as the downloads than, than we've had before. It's kind of crazy, to be honest with you. Go there and check it out. Also, check out my interview with Andrew Giuliani. That's just to the right-hand side. And I've been talking about the talk, which is what the kids call it, the talk. Mm, um, no, what? What's the matter? Old people call it the talk. Uh, not really. No, no. I think if you're <laughs> hip and young and you're like a skateboarder, like a, like a skater dude. <laughs> Um, I think, no, they're not I think that the they're calling it the talk, no. but I did put a link to the talk on the top now. So just go there, joepags.com. You'll see the trending stories. You'll see the podcast. You'll see, um, the links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, getter parlor, and the talk is there now. Go and click on that. I posted a TikTok earlier. Uh, Carrie, did you happen to catch it? You didn't catch it, did you? So I posted it on no. Twitter as well. No, I did no. a video earlier where I actually am talking about how sometimes when people get in trouble. They laugh their way out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> what, do, what do you mean? <laughs> what? what? Yeah. Um, you know, something like that. Well, Hillary Clinton's trying to do that here, but I literally imitate Kamala Harris and Hillary Clinton in my TikTok. Oh, really? Yes. Hmm. And I'm not going to play it on the show. If you want to see that, go to the talk if you're part of the talk and uh, look up at Joe Pags. If you're not on there, it's on Twitter, it's on Parler, and it's also on Getter. All right. Those who are following on the Telegram, I've stopped using Telegram after a year and a half, two years, whatever the hell it is. Um, it's like 6,000 people on there where you've got hundreds of thousands elsewhere. So um, I've stopped using that. Go find me on one of the other socials. And yes, I did get the invitation to take part in the beta test of, uh, of Truth Social, Donald Trump's social, the former president's social. And I will probably will get active on that tomorrow. Before You know how many people I'm hearing are on there? It's like 40 right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Because they're just beta tests. It's like his family. And like, yeah. I can beta test. I don't know, something like that. So um, I'll get on there sooner than later. But if you want to see that video where I'm actually talking about how people laugh their way out of trouble, and I may just give you a little bit of a cackle from Kamala Harris. I might give you a little bit of a laugh, a belly laugh from Hillary Clinton. You know you're dying to see it now, aren't you? Well, maybe, but I'm not going to go to the talk, though. No, no, you've got the twits. Yeah, well, yeah. That's what I the kids so. call I Twitter, the, the Twits. No, the Twits? <laughs> I prefer oh, you go to the well, Gets, but you're, you're, you're not on the Gets, so no, you can't not. go there. Um, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Go there and check out that video. I'd love to get your thoughts on that video because, can I be honest, when I, mm-hmm. when I watched it back later, yeah. it kind of made me laugh. I'll be what honest with you. Say, I'm so hilarious. Yeah. No, no, I didn't say that. I, but I, oh, I didn't okay. say I put a dead dog on your front doorstep. For God's sakes, <laughs> you know, no. I'm not. I'm not that funny. funny. I'm not like. I'm yeah. not like Biden level funny. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> on a oh, I, oh, what the hell days? Uh, I used all that time Wednesday, just talking about the talk. Play what? it. Whatever. Tell me what to do. I'm Bon Jovi and I'm a big doofus. Blah 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 blah. No.
What a, what a stupid song. Now, no. welcome to Wednesday. For those who are new here, I've got a kiss up to carry every Wednesday and play. Uh, what is his full first name? Uh, stupid, stupid Bon Jovi. I can't remember. What is his first name? His full first name is John. what? John. Yeah, but the but but the translation I think is dumb. Dumb Bon Jovi. No. <laughs> No. No, you're saying no? No, I'm saying um, no. All right, so let's get into a couple of stories here. Bottom of the hour, I've got uh, uh, Vince Everett Ellison. He's an awesome guy. He's an awesome author, and he's a conservative man who loves America, happens to be black, who goes after the Democrats and their attempt to continue to keep control of black people in this country. I just love what he has to say, and we really break it down. So make sure you stick around for that. Um, I just got this this news story about Biden's advisor for the Supreme Court justice. We'll have to get into that a little bit later, or I'm going to do a talk about it later. And I'll do. And keep in mind when I do a talk, which is short for TikTok. I don't have time to say TikTok every time. When I do a talk, really? I do put it up on the getters, and I do put it up on the Instagrams, and I do put it up on the Twitters. So I'll I'll put it everywhere. But again, if you're on the talk at Joe Pags, you know what I mean? J O E P A G S. Now, Carrie, will you, do you think you'll ever get a talk? No. Because no. I said no to the talk yeah. for a long time, right. had my arm twisted. Stayed with that, yeah. Well, yeah, but I think I think the reality is that every social media is going to get your information anyway, um, and mm-hmm. they they're not collecting anything from me on. Now, listen, if it turns out because people keep calling it a Trojan horse, if it turns out it's really something that goes through and takes all of your data off your phone, that's a different story. I see no proof of that. I think it's the same. As far as intrusion and invasion of your privacy, as Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, so we'll see. But you, you're saying never, ever. There's no reason to. I'm saying never, no reason to for me. Never say never. I'm just saying. I'm just putting it out there. Mm, okay. All right. So do we want to go to San Francisco? I found this to be a uh, huge story last night. Like people were freaking out over this. Do you have something on the San Francisco board? I do. Yeah. P- please give me something because this is mind blowing. To be honest. Uh, From Fox News, San Francisco residents overwhelmingly approved of a vote Tuesday to recall three of the city school board members, election officials said. Critics, including San Francisco Mayor London Breed, argued the members, school board president Gabriela Lopez, Vice President Falga Moliga, and Commissioner Allison Collins, pushed progressive politics rather than act in the best interest of children during the pandemic, and voters agreed, according to the San Francisco Department of Elections. The voters of the city have delivered a clear message that the school board must focus on the essentials of delivering a well-run school system above all else, Bree said in a statement after the vote. San Francisco is a city that believes in the value of big ideas, but those ideas must be built on the foundation of a government that does the essentials well. In San Francisco, one of the country's most liberal cities, Democrats were split over the recall effort. The mayor is now responsible for appointing new board members to fill the vacancies until another election in November. Also praised the parents who initiated the effort. The parents were fighting for what matters most most their children, she said. Those who oppose the recall call it a waste of time and money, but enough San Francisco residents launched the recall effort in January 2021, claiming the school board members poorly chose their priorities, which included the renaming of 44 schools, but were slow to reopen district schools that were closed under the coronavirus pandemic. I'm sorry. What's going on with London Breed? What's going on with her? What's she doing? And the reason I ask, I mean, you know I am asking, but you're being a little misjournalist right now, um, which I don't mind. This is the same person who didn't wear the mask because Tony, Tony, Tony got reunited. The same person who didn't wear the mask at SoFi Stadium recently. The same person who wanted to defund the police. But, but in the past few weeks or months, she has said, we need to stop. And she said the words, the BS, bacon sandwich, but she actually said the, the curse word. 
and we need to refund the police and get more police officers up in here. This is the same woman who's now in support of the recall of three radical leftist school board members. Really? Is that what I just heard you say? She supports yes. it? Yes. What is she doing? That's correct. What is she doing? To, I mean, listen, if you're listening in San Francisco or in that part of Northern California, I'd love to email me, call me. I, I, wanted to know, I want to know if you're buying what she's laying down. I mean, is the... Can you do me a favor and check your vast resources, please, and see if there's a if she's the reelection is this year for her? Is she up for reelection right now? I would love to know. Check. Because here's somebody who was not a hidden Democrat or liberal. She's somebody who did buy into the BLM sort of information. Suddenly, she's out there saying we need to fund the police, hire some more police officers, and stop this crime BS. And she's now saying that she's in support of the recall of three radical progressive leftists on the school board. Is she up for re-election this year? Uh, I'm still looking. I mean, well, I, she I, was in in 2018. Generally speaking, um, Wikipedia will say when they were in office and when they're up or how long the term is. If she got in in 2018, see if it's a four-year term. I mean, because there's a, I, listen, I am willing to be wrong and I'm about to be wrong if Carrie finds out different information. I think she must be up for re-election. Nobody changes their policies that broadly, that quickly. I mean, this is a massive change, a massive change in policy. Now, she's not stupid. She knows that Republicans are getting uh, most of the mind space of people in America because of how high the prices are and how bad the crime is and, and how liberal and how far left progressive it is. And then you watch people like BLM go and buy mansions for millions of dollars. So she's not stupid. She's obviously a smart person. But I mean, I'm just wondering if those of you who live in that area or watch your career closer than I do, because I live in Texas, I don't pay much attention to mayors, big city or not. Um, I mean, some mayors like Eric Adams and certainly Lori Lightfoot, but, I mean, I'm not paying that much attention to the day-to-day in San Francisco. Why has she had this complete change of ideology? Carrie, did you find anything? I'm still looking. I can't find anything whether or not she's up for re-election or not. I mean, she basically, her ideology and her party just had their asses handed to them in the school board recall. Three, including the president, were launched off the school board. As parents finally, in an extreme, listen, San Francisco is an extremely liberal city, maybe the most liberal in this country. I mean, Portland gives them a run for their money, I get it. But San Francisco, forget about it, man. The fact that they keep on reelecting Nancy Pelosi for 82 years, whatever the hell it is, will tell you anything that you need to know. But holy mackerel, they got rid of three school board members? And we've talked about this for as long as we've done the show, Carrie. Parents do not want to hear the local government tell them how to raise their kids. And they want the local government to listen to mom and dad when mom and dad say we want to be included in what's happening in our schools. I mean, that's that's basic, right? Yeah. Uh, her current term ends 2024. Wow. So she's not even up for re-election. I wonder what her game is. I wonder what the story is. Maybe she's trying to help out somebody who's running for re-election in the House. Keep in mind, the House of Representatives, for those who don't know, every representative is up for re-election every two years. Every two years. It's only a two-year term in the House of Representatives. In the Senate, it's a six-year term. The president is a four-year term. 
So I wonder if, if this is, maybe she's going to run for, for her house. I don't know. There's something going on. We're going to hear something from London Breed very, very soon out of San Francisco that says she's running for some other office. There must be something else going on. I mean, we've covered politics a long time. Have you ever seen somebody make this much of a sea change in her policies and her thoughts? No, I haven't. Not that I can think of. There's a lot going on here, and I don't get it. Uh, and I wish that she would walk out and say, listen, man, I had it wrong. But there's something going on here, and I want to believe her. I want to believe that she really does want more police and wants lower crime, and she really is happy that people of her own party were launched off the school board. I want to believe that, but having a hard time with it. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Your thoughts about this radical change in a very progressive liberal city telling a school board you've gone too far. I mean, is this... Does this buoy us as a country? They do believe in freedom and liberty. They do believe in in public schools being better. They do believe in school boards listening to the parents. Or is this just an anomaly? 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Appreciate you stopping by. Thanks a lot for taking the time. We've got time for phone calls here. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. Clearly, the left is seeing the writing on the wall. Clearly, the writing is on the wall. I mean, you look right at the wall. There's the writing. Um, The Republicans, the conservatives, those who are anything but liberal or Democrat or the party of Biden are going to get a, a very, very, very fair look from those who normally wouldn't vote for them this coming November. Without a doubt, in the primary season, you're going to see primaries happening where you've got people who are more conservative, less liberal, who are more freedom, liberty, less regulations, lower taxes, better economically. Look, because I got to, let me tell, can I tell you something? If you are mad at Trump for his mean tweets, his alleged mean tweets, if you are mad at him for that, are you happier with high gas prices and prices for meat that a lot of people can't afford? You happy that your bills are so much higher every month? Every monthly bill for every American is higher since since Biden took office. Every one. Every single one. Okay, Carrie, can you think of anything that's lower priced now? I can't think of anything. Uh, no, no. So I'm not really sure what the problem is here. Um, we now see the experiment. We, we've had a whole year of it. The experience of going back to far-left progressivism. Now, listen, I don't like Bill Clinton personally because of what he's alleged to have done in his life personally. As a president, he was smart enough to be moderate and get along with the House and Senate that were controlled by the Republicans. He was smart enough to understand that if you want to get reelected and if you want to be a popular president, people need to check their, their economy, their, their personal and family economy. The economy actually did very, very well under Bill Clinton. But it wasn't because of it. It was because he was smart enough to get along with the contract for America um, with Newt Gingrich. He was smart enough to get along with the entirety of the Congress, the House, and the Senate. He was smart enough to understand that he could not be this far leftist that I think his wife would be, by the way, that Obama was, and and that those surrounding Biden are. People in this country aren't stupid. 
They vote with their pocketbooks. They vote on their safety. Do you feel safe in your city? Big cities don't. Rural areas don't. Was it it New York City where the woman was stabbed 40 times by somebody? In her own bathtub? Yes. I mean, what are we talking? This is New York City, as big and, and, and bad as it sounds, isn't really. It's big as far as population. Geographically, it's a small area. It really is. It's a small area in this country. But eight to nine million people... Rudy Giuliani was able to keep that under control crime-wise. The crime numbers per capita were low in comparison to other places. Very low. And now it's out of control, man. We're looking at cities like New York and Chicago and San Francisco and Atlanta and Philadelphia and Detroit that are seeing surging crime that isn't getting any better. Americans don't care if you're blue or red if they're being killed in their own bathtubs, if they're being shot as they walk down the street. They're being shot as they drive down the road on a bike. They ride a bike down the road like in New York as well. This is happening. You're setting records for crime in these cities. So is London Breed, is she waking up the San Francisco mayor to say, hey, maybe I am on the wrong side? Or is this a game? Is this a game? I'm going to pretend I'm on your side as far as controlling crime and taxation, regulation, and hell yeah, we should get rid of those school board members that are on my same party. Is she playing a game to, to keep the power and control, or did she really wake up and have an, a, an epiphany? I, I wonder what you think. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. David, what do you think? Hi. Hey, hey Mr. Pags. I, I humbly disagree with you on the, on the point that she's smart. I don't think she's smart. I think she has a good memory. And what I mean by that is uh, the, the people of California tried to recall the governor, right. and then they, the people recalled this city council, and if they can recall a governor or city council, she can be recalled too. Well, it was the so school I board. It, it was the school board, not the, it was the school board, not the city council. I disagree that she's well, not well, smart. Well, okay. I think it's a smart move by somebody politically to do what she's doing and say what she's saying. Now I want to know why she's saying it. Maybe she's using them, throwing them, throwing them under the proverbial bus as a sacrificial lamb to try to make herself paint herself in a better light so that the people of San Francisco don't try to do a recall on her. Oh, David, I mean, you could make it, you make a great point. They have the ability in California, unlike in a lot of places, they have that ability. Uh, Carrie, I don't know if the story that you, that you read had it in there, but uh, I've read that some, uh, that the vote was like 79% were getting rid of these school board members. It's like, it wasn't even close. They like really just launched them the hell out of office. Yeah, and let if me, it, I'll look. Yeah, yeah let, let, let me know. Because if it's, if it's right. almost, if it's really 70 to 80%, in a very liberal city, then I think London Breed is extremely smart to see the writing on the wall and say, oh, crap. If they had that much support to get rid of them, then they could get rid of me rather easily, which is what David was saying. Some are saying yeah, it's 70%. I'm 70, not sure. More than, more than 70%, 70% of voters, yeah. So if, you, so if you're the mayor, you could be launched tomorrow by the same voters in a very liberal city. So I think she is smart to make this move. I just, I, I, I pray she's being... She's being real. Unfortunately, she is a politician, and I don't believe her. But that's just me. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Vince Everett Ellison, when we come back. The guy is great. He's got a new book out called 25 Lies. We'll outline that and a whole lot more when we come back on the Joe Pags Show. Stay here. You're listening to Joe Pags.
Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Love having this guy on. It's been a while. He's a great author, and he's a man who's unafraid to tell the truth. It's Vince Everett Ellison. Vince, how are you? Good to see you. I'm doing great, Joe. How are you doing? I'm living the dream, man. It's been a long time. You've got a new book out. It's called 25 Lies, Exposing Democrats' Most Dangerous, Seductive, Damnable, Destructive Lies, and How to Refute Them. And Vince, this is a perfect topic for us to talk about, especially coming out of the Super Bowl, which has gotten so woke that it makes my face hurt. We, we've got a black national anthem. So an anthem just for black people. I don't get it. I don't want an Italian national anthem. I don't want a white national anthem. That's dumb. The national anthem encompasses everybody. But as usual, the left pretends they're looking out for people who are marginalized and minimized when in reality, they're just trying to control people, aren't they? Yeah, Joe, uh, we're going backward. And Barack Obama started it in, in, in his second term, the last part of his second term. He had to let black people understand don't get this twisted. Just because I have been elevated to the White House, don't, ble- don't believe that you can make it this far. America is still a racist, misogynistic, homophobic nation, and you people can only make it if the Democratic Party helps you. Now, what they've done, as, as you've seen, they put Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre up at the Super Bowl. These guys, I mean, got more felonies, hate the police, calling women B's and W's and yeah. the black people are N-word. But this is who they are. In my book, I started with this definitive statement. Since its inception in 1800, the Democratic Party has been the evilest organization on the face of this earth because of slavery, segregation, Jim Crow, and now socialism and atheism. The Democratic Party wants to do one thing, and that is destroy America and everything that's good about it. And they're using the black people as the tip of the spear. It's a shame. And 25 Lies exposes this. What, what I want to do with 25 Lies is give conservatives a weapon to defend themselves against these lies, but also maybe help a few Democrats who are good people. And you and I both know Democrats who are good people. Yes. Help them see through the lies of the Democratic Party so they can save themselves. Well, a lot of people who are conservative Democrats who thought they were blue dog Democrats woke up one day and said, man, this isn't my party anymore. These people are nuts. But had they realized that the entire time, all those things that you mentioned, slavery, segregation, Jim Crow, lynchings, the KKK, they're all mechanisms of the Democrat Party. They always have been mechanisms of the Democrat Party. And you're right. When you talk about Obama, and his opportunity to bring us together like none other. This man could have really brought us all together, Vince. He took that opportunity right. to act as though he was the plantation owner and treat people like slaves again. He really did, didn't he? That's their job. That's, you know, my first book, Joe, you remember it, The Iron Triangle. Yes. I talked about the black preacher, the black politician, the black civic organizer being conduits to the Democrat Party. I worked in the prison five years. I was born on a cotton plantation in Haywood County, Tennessee. My dad was a sharecropper. I know the Democratic Party very, very well. And they put these people down here for one reason, to make sure that black people vote 99% for the Democratic Party. That's it. That's their job. And they get paid very, very well to do it. See, they can never let us believe the truth. And the truth is that we are in a post-racial America where you can can make it on merit and merit alone. Even when Joe Biden uh, decided to put a black woman on the Supreme Court, he had to let it be known. She did not earn it. Don't get this twisted. You did not earn this position. Right. I gave it to you. I gave it to a black woman. She didn't earn it. And this was plantation master talk. 
you know, the master used to tell everybody, I do this for you. I take care of you. You owe everything to me. Yeah. And this is the Democrat Party to black America. And I'm telling you, man, they're destroying my people and they have a visceral effect on me. It is uh, Vince Everett Ellison. Go to his website, VinceEllison.com. Get this book, 25 Lies Exposing Democrats' Most Dangerous, Seductive, Damnable, Destructive Lies, and How to Refute Them. Let's talk about refuting them. I'm a conservative guy. I've been called a white supremacist and a racist, and I my response is very firm. I am dug in, Vince. You know I don't have right. a racist cell in my body. So my response is always give me one example. Just so I'm 55 now. Give me one example in 55 years, and I'll agree with you. I'll call myself a racist, and I'll leave my radio show, which is now out to six million people. Vince, they never can because there is no example. Unfortunately, many people who are conservative-minded, who are values-minded, who who agree with you and me will back down in a second and start saying, I've got a black friend, I've got a black neighbor, I've got, I love, I love black people, look what I did for the black people. Uh, I apologize for saying the N-word in 1964. I mean, whatever the hell it is, they're always on the defense. How do we stop being so defensive when we know what they're saying is lies? Joe, we have to live our lives. The reason why people want to come to America and the way that America changed the world was not by going around killing folks and all this type of stuff. They saw America as this beautiful country that where you could go with nothing and you could make something out of yourself. Yeah. We as Christians, we are just supposed to live our life. Jesus said, I stand at the door and I knock. And if you do not open, I will not enter. See, we have a people's contest right now. What we have is the liberals who are cannibalizing themselves against, against good conservatives like you and me who are living a dream, like you said. Yeah. We can sit down and have a beer together, have a steak and laugh and talk. Yes. How can there be racism when you and I can sit back and have a beer, laugh and talk for hours and fellowship as brothers? Right. It's ridiculous, but that's all they have. So as long as you and I live our life and allow these people to approach us and we tell them the truth, and when they come to you with this, you say, you are a slave looking for a master. Wow. I refuse to be your master. If you want a master, go to the Democrat Party because they are masters looking for slaves. I will help you to exercise your freedom because you are a free man, just like I am. If you need a job, I help you find one. If you need education, I'll help you get it. If you need to be uplifted, I will lift you up. But I will not live in condemnation for you, and I will no longer enable you to be a victim. And if you don't like that, if you come try to take anything from me, I got two things that will get you off my back. I got Jesus and my 38. Come try me. <laughs> I thought that's a pretty good combination. It's Vince uh, Ellis, Ellis uh, Vince Everett Ellison. Go to Vince E. Ellis, uh, Ellison, E-L-L-I-S-O-N.com, Vince E. Ellison.com. Go there and get this book. It's called 25 Lies. We're not obviously going to talk, talk about all the 25. We, we have limited time, and I want people to go and buy your book. But let's just start out. G- give me some of the really big lies that were told right up, that black people are told up front, that all Americans are told up front, that keep people on their heels. And these are lies that have been believed for 200 years. What are they? Yeah. One is racism is the biggest problem in America now, or that racism can hold black people back. No, it's not. Racism isn't the problem. The biggest problem is and has been black male cowardice. Even during slavery and Jim Crow, black men allowed their families to be molested, raped, beat down. They allowed a few Klansmen to come into a town and intimidate thousands of them, thousands of them. And even right now, when you go into the ghettos, there are no white men down there. There are no white men down there setting fires and snatching, grabbing, and selling dope on the street, leaving their wives and children. These are all black men. Our problem in America and in black America is black male cowardice. But you know what? In order to change that, you will have to reform the Democratic Party. And they'll never allow that because if you reform them, they will not be able to keep black people in servitude. And that is the only way they can keep their power. They have to keep their necks 
or they have to keep their feet on the necks of black people. So that's that's number one. Another one is white conservatives are the enemy of black people. That is another lie. If they ever allow black and white conservatives to sit down and talk, they'll find out they have 99% of everything in common, but they cannot allow that. Yeah. So they have to whisper and keep these people isolated. See, the Democratic Party has their own Berlin Wall in the ghetto, and it's education and it's poverty. But I go back to Genesis when Cain was angry because God didn't accept his offering. And God said, Cain, why are you angry? If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if not, sin waits at the door to master you, but you must master it. These people that hate America are people that haven't done well. God said, if you do well, will you not be accepted? Think about this now. Muhammad Ali did well. The world loved him. Joe Lewis did well. The world loved him. Jackie Robinson did well. The world loved him. I do well. I'm loved. You do well. You're loved. Yeah. We love excellence. Right. And excellence always trumps racism. But they cannot let black people know this. They have to make them believe that this country will hate you regardless, and that is a lie. VinceEllison.com. That's the website. Go there. It's uh, Vince Everett Ellison. Let me hit on the, the two topics you just brought up. A hundred years ago, the black nuclear family looked a lot like the white nuclear family. There was a father. There was a mother. There were children. Now you've got BLM wants to dismantle the nuclear family. The Western nuclear family is somehow bad. And to your point, um, uh, black men obviously aren't inherently bad or cowardly. They've been taught to be that way because the government has said, plant your seed anywhere you want. Nick Cannon has eight kids by five different women, um, and, and he, he's out there making excuses like it's fine. Um, it's not fine. When, when you're a, a young man, black, white, indifferent, whatever you happen to be, your responsibility when you plant that seed, if it takes off, is to be the father of that person. Vince, do you agree with me that the government told black men, don't worry about it. We got it. We'll be the dad. You go do whatever you want to do. Oh, yeah, this started in the Civil Rights Movement. Patrick Moynihan, and, and when, he, he, when, he, when he wrote the Moynihan Report, said that this is a problem. And instead of the Civil Rights Movement giving LBJ the permission to, uh, uh, to do what Moynihan said and put the black man back in charge of the family, right. they insisted that they put in the man out clause. That means that the only way a woman can get welfare is that the man has to be out of the house. And in one generation, we went from having 75% of the children being born in wedlock to 75% being born out. That was done by the civil rights organizations, the feminists, the NAACP, and all of them. They wanted to free the black woman from the family because of this feminism, and it caused all of this. Yeah, it was the Democrats, it was the civil rights movement, and I write about this in my book. We have to understand that we've been sleeping with the enemy for the last 220 years, and the enemy has been the Democrat Party. Our Bible tells us, I lay before you blessings and curses, life and death, choose life. Life and death are choices. The great C.S. Lewis said, hell is a choice. Anybody that seeks joy will find it. And I said, how is C.S. saying that hell is a choice? Nobody chooses hell. Yeah. But when I started looking around me, I started seeing drug addicts that wouldn't go to drug rehab, choosing hell. Mm -hmm. I started seeing uh, morbidly obese people that wouldn't go to the gym, choosing hell. I saw women stand with men that beat them, choosing hell. And I said, anybody that would vote for somebody that's against school choices, choosing hell. Anybody that vote for somebody that will, will disarm you in a war zone is choosing hell. Anybody that will vote for somebody that will kill millions of your children every year is choosing hell. And black people that vote for the Democratic Party is, are choosing hell. Yeah. But that's good news. We can choose life. We can we, choose we, to we, vote we, our values. Well, well we can. And, and you, you're making reference to black babies being killed in, in the womb um, yes. uh, uh, through abortion. 40% or more of all abortions are black babies 
and the black community is 12 or 13% of the population. Black people need to wake up and realize who's pushing for more abortion, who's teaming up with the pastors and the community leaders and the community organizers to tell young black women, go ahead and get rid of it, don't worry about it. I mean, this is this is still what Margaret Sanger wanted, which is eugenics and weeding out the undesirables. Vince uh, Everett Ellison, go to VinceEllison.com, get this book, 25 Lies Exposing Democrats' Most Dangerous, Seductive, Damnable, Destructive Lies, and How to Refute Them. That's the new book, go and get it. I want to hit on one other thing you said. You, you and I do get along uh, very well uh, on just about everything. I'm sure there might be an item here or there that we might have a discussion about. But we are both conservative, Christian, values-oriented people, and it doesn't matter what our ancestry is. When Trump right. came into office for four years, he did exponentially more for black Americans than Barack Obama did. did in eight years. Barack Obama made mm-hmm. the unemployment rate worse, made the income worse, he made the opportunities worse for black Americans, and he made rich white people much richer who happen to be Democrats. This is a fact. Vince, this isn't, this isn't me saying I like Trump and that's why I said it. This is a verifiable mm-hmm. fact, is it not? Yes, it is. But see, that's why they needed the riots in 2020. They needed to do a black crystal knot. See, Trump was going to walk away with that election, and he's going to take a sizable amount of the black vote with him. Right. So they, so, so the Democrats unleashed BLM, Antifa, and they gave him one instruction: burn it down. Wow. The black community has to stay poor, and they have to stay illiterate. They have to stay fearful, and we cannot let them rise because if they do rise, we will not have power. Now, this isn't strange. The Democratic Party has always done this. They did it in slavery. They did it in Jim Crow. I mean, the Democratic Party necessitated the whole civil rights movement because of how they was killing black people and castrating them, and they still do it. This is not a mistake, y'all. This is a plan. It is too easy to stop, to stop crime in the city. All you got to do is hire some police, get yourself a paddy wagon, and get yourself some jail cells, and lock up the criminals, and watch the whole community flourish. You cannot have any type of success if you do not have security. We all know about Maslow's hierarchy of needs. They have us stopped at number two, looking for security, looking for financial security. They have black people stuck to a point where they can never get to self-actualization, and they know it. This is their game. It's too easy to stop. Joe, you and I can set a plan to stop crime in a big city tomorrow. Yeah. It ain't hard to do, right. but they don't want to do it because, they don't, because they're in power. And as long as they get 90% of the black vote, the Democrats aren't going to change the damn thing. It's uh, Vince Everett Ellison, VinceEllison.com. Go there, get the get the book, 25 Lies Exposing Democrats, Most Dangerous, Seductive, Damnable, Destructive Lies, and How to Refute Them. Let me ask you one last question, because you just sort of went there about crime in the cities. The, the crime has been out of control for a long time, so the Democrats came up with a plan, let's defund the police. We're going to defund the police, and we'll take like five or six stories that are very, very big stories with spotlights on them. We can name the names of those George Floyd on down who, who did have a confrontation with police that ended up in them dying. It's a very small percentage of anybody who makes contact with police. Police in general, 90, I say 99%, some say 95%, are very, very good men and women. They're putting their lives on the line every day. Why were they so successful in getting black communities at least to appear as though they wanted to also defund the police because the police are out here killing black people, which was not the goal. Why were they so successful at that? And did the black community at large really believe that, or were we just being told by the media that they believed it? Oh, you hit it right on the head. It's the media. It's a propaganda machine. The Democrat Party controls every crack house. They control every whole house. They control every failing school, every judge, every big city mayor, every police chief. Yeah, they, they control every abortion clinic in the black community. They have controlled the black community for 220 years. And because all of these liberals in the press 
support the agenda of the Democratic Party, this liberal agenda, this woke agenda. They know they need the black vote in order to keep the Democratic Party in power to press their agenda. So they are in it. They are in it with the Democratic Party to keep the black community under their control, to keep them in the, instead of picking cotton, they're picking votes now. Yeah. And the media is in on it because they have an agenda and their agenda is the liberal agenda. It's an anti-Christian, anti-American agenda and they've been pushing it Ever since the Democrat Party started, they tried to destroy America during slavery. They tried to destroy it during the Confederacy. When they were into Jim Crow, they were extra constitutionalists. They cared nothing about the law, nothing about the law. And even today, you see, they care nothing about the Constitution or the law. It's something to get around. It is something for them to try to avoid. And that's what they're still doing. So their job is to keep the black community exactly where it is. Put a wall around it. Keep it segregated. Keep the schools segregated. Keep people like you from talking to them. And thank you for what you do every day, Joe. Why, Going and, out there and the slings and arrows and telling the truth. People are hearing you. Keep it up. We're doing the best we can. People are certainly hearing you. Thank you for educating uh, everybody who's listening and watching right now. I hope they'll all go and get the book, 25 Lies Exposing Democrats' Most Dangerous, Seductive, Damnable, Destructive Lies, and How to Refute Them. It's uh, Vince Everett Ellison. Go to VinceEllison.com. Get this book right now. And Vince, don't be a stranger. Come back uh, all the time. I want to keep on educating people together. Can we? Oh, man, yeah. I love you, man. I love your show. You're one of the greatest voices out there. Thank you. I don't know what we do without people like you out there every, every day telling us, Joe. Because the guys in Washington, they can't sell a dollar for 50 cents. If it wasn't for you, people know what the hell is going on. Well, well, listen, a guy like you makes it easier for me, and I love you back. I truly do, my brother. I appreciate you. Let's do this again very soon. Have an incredible day. Get this book right now, and we're back after this. Stay right here. This is The Joe Pag Show. VinceEllison.com. Go there. Let's do some quick pop culture. Paul, what's happening? All right, so you know how there was a big old thing with Chris Cuomo getting fired from CNN? Yes. Uh, So I guess apparently now there's a new layer to the story that there was um, a claim of somebody accusing him of a sexual assault when he was working for ABC News, and that's what sealed his fate. CNN is done. We got to go. We'll see you. This is the Joe Pegg Show.